I'm Dan Hughes. Hello there. I live. You're listening to the Board Game Snobs podcast, a ridiculous podcast with ridiculous hosts that discuss ridiculous things. And any mention of board games is purely coincidental. And so, without further ado, and with a heavy dollop of shame and embarrassment on my part, I give you the Board Game Snobs. And welcome to an, ep- an episode, another episode. It's just another episode of the Board Game Snobs podcast. With me today, returning primary guest host, Dan Hughes. Hello, making my triumphant return to the podcast after being absent for, for too, too long for many, many of the listeners. Um, the, the or not long enough for many others. Yes, about 50-50. It's about 50-50, Gabby. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lead you into catchphrases and sayings that I will capture so that I can just use your voice uh, throughout our other podcasts. Like, I need you to just say, I'm Dan. I lost that somewhere. <laughs> I'm Dan Hughes. Yes, me? thank you. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to regret those words. I regret every word. I, st- I still <laughs> very much regret those words I said about you on, the, on Richard Smith's podcast. <laughs> There's no There's one, no does, one does, does what board game snobs do, do better. They are uh, almost professional-level comedians. Professional-level comedians. Professional-level comedians. Professional-level comedians. If I could take them words back, Gabby. Who's Richard Smith? Oh, Rich, he's a he's a lad I went to <laughs> high school with. He's Richard Smith. <laughs> does he have a podcast? Not you that talk I, to him? He might do. He might do. <laughs> But no, Richard Simpson. Richard Simpson. Oh, that was a blast from the past. Oh, Richard Smith. Yeah. I what, I'd, last time I heard, he was a very successful software developer, whereas I'm not a very successful software de- or in, any other kind of developer. Just not very successful in, in general, really. Oh, now stop it. What? What? Hey, let's ring the kudos in for Daniel. Oh, That's what he's wanting. Everyone email in all your kudos for everything Dan's achieved yes, personally, that, that- professionally, board gamingly. That's true. That's true. I am a a, a, a superstar <laughs> in a very niche niche part of the world. Yeah. You are a superstar in your own home. I not in my own home. No, no. I'm the lowest no. of the low in my own home, Gabby. Um, I'm about to say, actually, uh, probably Cora outshines you since she is uh, co-designer. Ev- everyone in my family outshines me. Other, as I say, I'm the uh, I'm the I'm the black sheep of our family. The dog outranks me. Uh, Gabby, the dog will sit there and whine at me until I move off its seat, um, and it's 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 not on. It's not. What's on. your dog's name? Kato. Come again? Kato. Kato. K A T O. I didn't... feel like we've had this discussion. Oh, we may have done. We've had every discussion. Because was Gabby. that named after the Pink Panther guy? No, no it's named after the Green Hornet guy, um, but not by me. By its uh, previous owner. Okay. Um, so there was the Green Hornet guy. Yep. You remember Inspector Clouseau's like house servant or whatever he I had? I certainly do. Uh, played by Burt Kwok. Um, Look at you! Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Why do you know that? Because uh, because I know it basically. Um, and also, Kato, uh, very famous house guest of OJ Simpson. Is that Remember right? That? No, well, no, because OJ Simpson isn't quite the cultural touchstone that he is in the US. 
we know oh, him yeah. primarily as an actor in Naked Gun trilogy and a murderer. Whereas you, you were aware of him in celebrity services prior to that. Uh, me, I mean, me personally, not so much. I knew he was a football guy just because uh, I grew up liking football. But well, that, I well, mean, he was before my time. He was for me as well, the naked gun guy. Yes. And then a murderer, <laughs> allegedly. It's, is he still alive, uh, O.J. Simpson? Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah. And making weird tweets about things, giving oh. his personal opinion on things. They're not tweets anymore. They're exes, Garby. Get with the times. Weird. Is it now? Is we- it official? I don't know. I, don't I haven't checked my ex in a while. No, no. It still looks like a bird in the app to me. Does it? We shouldn't do. We should should have changed to an ex. Musk Did will it be, really? Musk will be oh. furious with you. Actually, I deleted Twitter. Yeah, well, that's not... That's, that's right. Not. I'm a Mastodon man. <laughs> <laughs> Fair do enough. Any, I like it when all these people, for, I'd say, years now, everyone gets so frustrated with Twitter. I'm leaving. Nobody leaves. They're still there. I left Gabby. I left a long well, time ago. Well, I mean, you, but you didn't go to... You didn't threaten to go to some other sort of oh, social media. No. Like, you just quit it all together. Yeah, yeah. What's it? What's it? Threads. I've, I, Threads I, is all the rage. Yeah, why is it really? I think everyone just looked in to see what it was and then kind of looked out again, really. I'm still Google Plus. Google Plus all the way, baby. That's, that's, <laughs> my, that's my platform. Oh, yeah. Wow. Going old school. I forgot all about Google Plus. Yeah, yeah. Well, this, is, this has been our catch-up segment. Right. Not where we catch up with each other, but where we talk about condiments, Dan. What's your favorite condiment? Oh, interesting. I, I like a good bit of horseradish sauce. That's probably oh my, my favorite co- you know what? I condiment. What, what, what's, if what's there's what one condiment, I just despise the taste of horseradish. It's way too weird. What is that? It's like spicy and tangy and bitter all at the same time. Do you like wasabi? No, I hate it. <laughs> well, a lot of wasabi these days in the UK, I don't know about if it's in the same in the US, is actually horseradish because wasabi is quite difficult to grow and quite expensive. Whereas horseradish um, literally grows as a weed in the in the UK, and so so a lot of the wasabi is not actually wasabi; it's horseradish. That's the most interesting fact you're going to get on this podcast. I can tell you that much. I don't think so. Uh, well, here's the thing, though. What about English mustard? Uh, Do you like English mustard? Uh, why is it English? Because it's fluorescent yellow and very strong. When you come over to visit, Garby, when you get okay. over this ridiculous fear of flying and come over to visit me, then we'll. I'll, I'm going to feed you dessert spoons full of English mustard, and you'll like it. It will require... Uh, large amounts of alcohol and Valium to get me across the ocean. Well, I'm sure you can get your hands on all of that. I'm sure You're Jerry's in- a, he, he's in the game. He yeah. could probably hook me up. And, uh, you know, he's probably, maybe he's taking meds. I don't know if you've listened to the last few episodes. Probably not. I don't expect you I didn't to, listen to the last you know. one. Do you know why? Do you know why? Because it was. Because it, it was. Because it was. No, wait, no, wait, wait, wait. Before you time yourself, this is going to be several weeks after that. Several weeks after it. So you're going to have another. After the classic episode. The, cla- the classic episode. What a cop out. What an absolute <laughs> disgrace. That is. You know you're scraping the bottom of the barrel when you're, when you're releasing old episodes. My son when you Evan, don't have time to edit, I learned that from uh, Ben Mad Dog Maddox. Call them classic episodes and re-release them. My friend, my son, 
Evan, who hero worshipped you, Gavi. He hero. He's got a poster of you on his wall, and he's ripped it down. He said, "What a hack!" He said, "What? A, <laughs> what a hack!" He was. Was there a small statue? I hope there was like a small statue of me in his room, and he like he put chains around it and then yanked it down dramatically. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, uh, as I say, uh, we've got a little Buddha there, which will no. will suffice for a statue of you. Yeah, skip that episode, Evan. I wouldn't mind, but you've been on record and saying that episode was crap as well. You've been on record a number of times what? saying how that bad was that the episode point. was. It's it's important to know your roots and where you come from, Dan. Uh, when you go from the lowest depths of the low to the highest heights of a Golden Geek nominated podcast. Well, don't drag us through it. Don't drag the listeners through it. That's all I'm asking. First of all, we have to well, put up with Jerry's dead dog, and then and then we've got to put up with with that claptrap. <laughs> uh, well, we got a few responses saying, you know what? They enjoyed the board game talk, which was unusual because we talked about two games that literally no one discusses anymore because one is absolute garbage in First Martians. They give it away for free because no one's going to buy it. And number two is The Godfather, Colleone's Empire, which is out of print. I've got a story about, uh, it's not really a story about um, First Martians, but I on the Dice Tower, um, Dice Tower West, or Dice Tower Con anyway, um, I went to, um, it was the, the Dice Tower, it was like a month before First Martians was released. And Ignacy put it up on an auction, um, to get the first ever kind of copy in the US. And I think someone paid like $200 for it. Um, oh. and that obviously, they probably, I don't know. I've never played it. It's just interesting that everyone, everyone doesn't like it so much yet. Everyone likes Robinson Crusoe. It's based on Robinson Crusoe, isn't it? Yes. But the, uh, I don't know. Just the theming didn't hit. You're just move, moving these cubes around on a board. Right. Well, that's most games. That's most games, Garby. I bet that's true. That's true. But I, I don't bet want to bought that. You, but you're not really farming in the Middle Ages. You're, what you're doing is moving little cubes around on the board. Look, don't shatter my reality I've set up before myself, okay? You're not in Renaissance Florence, Garby. Oh. You're, you're moving cubes around on the board. I, I know. I'm, I know it's. Harsh. I'm not betting on the racetrack. No. Look, I, I just bought this game. Oh, I it's know rubbish! You hate it. It's absolute I know rubbish. You hate Ready, it. set, bet is absolutely pointless. I just, I, I've heard more positives than negatives, and, and you're I'm, like the one guy that doesn't like it. So <laughs> this is going to, this is going to decide whether Dan Hughes knows what he's talking about or whether he's just the uh, the anomaly no one should listen to. I, I, I suspect I'm the anomaly. I even played it in the perfect conditions. I played it with Tom Vassell himself. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. Look at you. Uh, Ka-clang! Name drop. Not like Wingspan, which I really like, which I played with Rodney Smith. Ka-clang! Look at you. Well, look. <laughs> look at you. So, speaking of which. What? Yeah. Condiments. Yes. Did you know salt is also a condiment? So when I think of no, condiments, I'm thinking like I'm thinking mayonnaise, mustard, ketchup. Salt is a is a is a oh, spice. It's not a spice. What did I have? Herb. No, as you it's say not, it's not a herb in England. Oh, th- this is because you wouldn't let me just speak and you insist on talking on your podcast. I've forgotten what I was going to say. Salt was. There's a word for it. What is it? It's not. It's not a condiment. It's not a sodium spice. chloride. Oh man! Oh well, I'm going to delete my. I'm going to delete this side of my conversation. I don't know what word you're looking for. It's not a condiment. An additive. It's, it's not an additive. It's not a spice. It's a. Uh, um, oh, 
it's not garnish. Right, that's going to infuriate me. Thank you very much for that, Gabby. I appreciate it. It's an additive. It is an preservative. Additive. It's an additive and a preservative. A flavor and a condiment. Maybe a okay. flavoring. So when I looked up condiments, yeah. which is what you do in your spare time when you're preparing yeah. for a podcast about nothing, it linked salt in with mayonnaise, ketchup, things like that. It's rubbish. Which I don't really think of salt and pepper as condiments. Seasoning. It's a seasoning. Seasoning. That's what I was after. <laughs> oh, thank goodness for that. That would, that would have kept me up tonight. I, I agree. I agree. But Siri did not when I said name well, some let, condiments. Let's ask Alexa. Alexa? Is salt a condiment? Here is what I found. According to BDailyMill.com, salt is a condiment. Was that helpful? No, it wasn't. What did she say? She said it was a condiment. Oh, and she's British over there as well. Interesting. Yeah. I don't have Alexa. Alexa? We could do, we could, I don't have no, <laughs> you just check it, like just in case somebody's, just in case somebody's listening. <laughs> she's listening in the corner on me or something. Hope, hopefully we'll have set somebody else's Alexa off. Um, so that's, that's always enjoyable. I'm sure we I, will. I recently recorded a very short bit for the, the, um, the Dice Tower. Um, one of the board game breakfast video, Prissy asked me to do it. Um, and, uh, while I was recording it, my Facebook messenger went off and went, bing. You know, as it does to stuff. I left it in just to just to mess with all the Dice Tower viewers <laughs> who'll be reaching for their phone. Um, Have you and okay, so you and Mike were supposedly supposed to do this thing. Did y'all ever do it? Where no, it's like the no, uh, a roast like of, a order from chaos, but with board games. Oh, we did that. We did some of those. Really? I haven't done for a while, <sighs> but yeah, yeah, we did. We've done about three, three or four. Um, Guess I need to check my subscription status. Yeah, and, and then and then I um we were gonna do a roasting people's board game shells, which I think is a great idea. And we, but then that's the, right. I even sent you my pictures. Yeah, but the brothers Murph have done it now. They're stealing oh, rat good bags. Grief. Yeah, we we could do it better, Gabby. Mike was a bit worried about being too nasty, and I was not worried about not being no. nasty enough. So. See, I've, I've <laughs> You know what? We really are like mirror universes of the uh, each other's podcast. I'm the nice guy. Mike's <laughs> the nice guy. You and Jerry are the old mean people. Yeah. Well. So, do you have Cholula sauce in Britain? Not that I'm aware of. England, I guess I should say. I always forget which one it is. I guess you're in England and Britain, right? And the UK and Europe. Oh, my God. I'm so confused. I can't I'm keep not, up. I'm sure we've Pick a name and stick with it. Pick a name and stick with well, it. Well, I'm, I, I would say I'm, I'm, I'm British. Yeah, British. You're British. Yeah. Not English. I am English as well. That Just like good. you're... Well, you're Texan and American. What can you do? I, it's not my fault. That's true. What, what county are you from? West or Yorkshire. State? West Yorkshire. West Yorkshirean. Yes. A Yorkshireman. So, do you have, like, hot sauces? Like, Louisiana hot sauce? Um, we do, although it's called Barnsley hot sauce over here. It's not. That's a lie. That's a lie. That's a hilarious joke for all your uh, English English listeners. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure yeah. they're laughing their knickers off right now. They are. They're. They. They. Yes. Um, yeah. 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 We got all that stuff. I don't. I don't know which one. Okay. Louisiana. We got. We got. 
we got all that stuff. Yeah. What's Yorkshireian sauce? No, they didn't, there's not really gravy. Is probably oh, well, let's not get into this. Oh my argument. goodness! Oh my uh, god! No, no, please. We're not going to argue about gravy because that's a definitely a sporadically bored type of conversation. So Louisiana hot sauce, though, that's like the number one like hot sauce, right here. Okay. And we're not talking picante sauce. That's a whole different ball game. And pico de gallo is an even differenter ball oh, game. Okay, yeah, I'll tell you. Because you go from it. you go from one that's like liquid. Mm-hmm. One is is a little more chunky, and then the next one, Pico, is just all chunks. Are we talking about because- the crystal stool chat again? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good callback right yeah. there. A, a, a disgusting one. A disgusting <laughs> one, but good nonetheless. But Cholula. Yeah. That's a popular one. I've got a nephew. Cholula I've got a, here. I've got a niece called Cholula, actually. It, yeah. <laughs> it comes with a, a a wooden top that you unscrew. That's Ooh, what sets it is apart. It, is it too hot for plastic? Will it melt it's the very, plastic? Yeah, it will melt the plastic straight through. Strip it. So Cholula was inspired by a Mexican family recipe handed down through generations, which is what you want from a Mexican hot sauce. The woman depicted on the label, known as La Chila. I'm Spanish. I don't know if you know that. I did know that, yeah. Is said to have worked for the Jose Cuervo family. That is, Jose Cuervo? That is, you know who that is? No idea, but is it a drug, really? drug cartel? Jose, <laughs> almost. You're correct. Uh, one of the most popular known tequilas in the area, in the United States. Jose Cuervo is like the ubiquitous tequila. It's it's garbage tequila, but it's it's the one that everybody thinks of. Uh. It's the one all the country songs sing about. So she was supposedly worked here, but that is apocryphal possibly mm-hmm. apocryphal i had to look that up yeah. you know what that means i do but you want it's, me to tell you i thought you'd look i want you to tell me apocryphal almost, almost kind of you. like an urban legend like like say so right right but it's it's more almost like accepted as true right yes but without really real basis yes so the cholula hot sauce is named after cholula mexico is it, hang on a second have we strayed into your interesting fact However, it is not made in Cholula, Mexico. This is weird, right? This is thri- absolutely weird. thrilling. This weird. Is, hold on to your hats, ladies and gentlemen. It is made in Chapala in Jalisco, Mexico. My, who would have thought it? The world's gone mad. It's the world's gone topsy turvy. It's kind of like you remember in sneakers where they're trying to track them down on the phone, but they're pinging them all across the world, like from Europe to the United States, and they're just pinging all these uh, networks as they're trying to hone in on where their phone calls coming from. That's like naming your hot sauce Cholula, but it's not from Cholula, Mexico. It's actually from Chapala in Jalisco. I'm so confused. It, it is very confusing. You won't get away with that in Europe, you know, because, <laughs> because uh, a lot of these things um, have to be named, have to be made in the place where they're named. So, like, champagne can only come from the champagne region in France, for example, uh, on all that kind of stuff. Y'all are honest folk over there. I think <coughs> I think it's just kind of keep kind of cultural. Worcestershire sauce is from Worcestershire. Exactly. Uh, I think cheddar cheese um, is different and that doesn't have to come from cheddar but things like um wensleydale cheese or and all that kind of stuff has to come from the the the, the place let's go back like six words wensleydale no cheddar cheese cheddar are you telling me cheddar cheese is made in cheddar 
well, there's a town called Cheddar. Yeah, Cheddar Cheese originated in Cheddar. Yeah, <laughs> that is more interesting than my Cholula fact of where Cholula Gabby, is. Silence, made in Cholula. silence would have been more interesting than your Cholula fact. <laughs> That, I didn't know there was a town named Cheddar. There is. There is. Is there a Limburg? There might be. You have to this 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 kind of comes to Googling, doesn't it? Is there uh, a Swiss? <laughs> there's no Swiss. I know uh, there's American. Made in America. <laughs> American cheese or horrifically processed cheese. <laughs> Yes. How dare you? <laughs> Velveeta. From the village of Velveeta. Cheddar is near Bristol. So there you go. <laughs> that's how we... Oh, okay. Cheddar. Yeah, that's the one near Bristol. <laughs> of near, course. I remember that. Quite near Western Supermare. Uh, ah, yes. Now I've zeroed in on its location. <laughs> mentally. <laughs> I thought you would do. So anyway, to, to conclude my Cholula talk real quick. It's also near Bath. Before- there you go. Near Bath. Now, now I have ba- heard of Bath because yeah, that's where see. bathtubs come from, obviously. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, go on. Carry on. Today, today it's popular throughout the United States and Canada. So you're not familiar with it. Well, America. And, uh, American yeah. cheese are we talking about now? What are we talking about? No, we're talking about Cholula. And so here's the thing. Cholula is a beloved condiment. And available in multiple flavors. So now we're getting off sheets. Not only do we have the hot sauce flavor, but then they start making flavors of flavors. You got the Chipotle Cholula. You got the Jalapeno Cholula. Is this I a sponsor? Is this a sponsored episode? Have I? Have I'm I hoping stumbled? so. Have I stumbled? I'm sending again. <laughs> they sold for almost a billion dollars in 2020, so they've got the money to sponsor. Eight hundred million, to be exact. They might. They might have. Um... The thing is, they might have spent all the money on on buying it, so they won't have any. Uh, carry on. I'm, 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 let's just get through this. Come on, we won't. Let's, let's trudge we'll, through. Yeah. So what I'm getting at, Dan? Yeah. This is what I'm getting at. Oh, ever I see. so smooth. Right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. This is now. what I'm getting at. Ever so smoothly. Yeah. What are some condiments <laughs> or dressings or seasonings? Yes. That you like to add to your board games in regards to surrounding accoutrement. Oh. Such as, for me, yes. for me, no, numero uno, metal coins. It's it's cliche. It's cliche. I'm with Matthew Jude on metal coins. My pockets are full of them. I don't need to buy any extra ones. But they're different. They're different they're and they've got different. no monetary value. Exactly. And I <laughs> love to clink them around in my hands. Now, do you buy some metal coins for each different board game? Or do you have a set of metal coins you transpose from board game to board game? I have sets of metal coins depending on the era they come from. So I have some doubloons. Yeah. I have some old uh, like Cistercia. I also have generic ones, fives, tens, and twenties mm-hmm. that I bought for Orleans, which is I once I feel like should be Franks. I once bought some genuine Roman coins, genuine Roman coins, and gave them as gifts to people who were walking Hadrian's Wall. How much did it cost you? Not much. They're quite cheap. Quite cheap. Um, I mean, did it cost you the value of the coins? So, like, for a hundred pennies? I don't. I don't think they had. I don't think Roman coins are still valid in shops, uh, Gabby. I, th- I think. Oh, um, uh, it's all about the euro now. I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I don't think ancient Rome. I don't think the currency still <laughs> well, holds up. They're made of probably precious metals. I only assume. No, they were just little, little. Not the ones I bought weren't. Anyway, 
but yeah. No, Probably made of lead. Don't know what they'd be made of. Tin, tin, I'd have thought. Tin and, and I, probably not iron because they'd have rusted through. Nickel, I don't know. I could look it up. Liz Davidson would know. She knows everything about the Romans. That's true. And yeah. she does not care for Gladiator, which breaks my heart. Mm. Oh, sure, it's not historically accurate. Yeah, but <sighs> she'd only like it they were all speaking Latin. Let's just ignore but the, her. But the, <laughs> but the music, the music. All right. My other favorite one is uh, Neoprene Mats. Oh, you sucker. see, no, I don't I'm a agree sucker. at all. No, no. Yes, because no. it allows me to pick it up. Pick it up. And I, my third one I want to say to you is inlaid boards. They're not. Or inset boards. No, I don't think that's a good. That's not condiment. That's, you don't that's think the so? Main, that's the main meal. You don't. But not everyone has them. But you don't buy them, do you? You don't buy them separately and oh, add them to true. your game. That's true, unfortunately. Yeah. So, like, I played Azul recently with my wife because I just want she likes and it's okay. It's, it's an okay game. All right. It's okay. Mm-hmm. That game would be so much better. If the pieces would lock in place and your little score marker couldn't just, it's the same thing with the first terraforming Mars set where you bump it. Oh, I don't know where I was. Yeah. yeah. That just bugs the crap out of me. I, I agree. I agree. Um, dual layer board games, uh, uh, dual layer boards are, are fantastic. However, I don't accept the, the premise that they're condiments. No. Okay. I, I, I agree. You make valid points. Mm, mm. My condiments are. Little bowls to keep chits in. I like those. Mm-hmm. Little bowls that I bought from Ikea, keep chits in. And also a neoprene dice rolling mat thing that has poppers around the side to roll dice in. I like that. And also, I also share your love of neoprene, um, but not neoprene pre-printed mats, a neoprene tablecloth um, yeah, that I have yeah. purchased from the Ebays. And that's nice to pick things up on. What I don't want is a board gaming table because I think they are superfluous. I think they are bought by people <laughs> who have more money than sense and who yes. feel they need to spend significant amounts of money in order to justify their hobby. A, a normal table works absolutely fine. You fools! You don't need a yes. You don't need a dip in the amount of people who. In reality, you know, you know who I think is probably the most influential in that. Uh, no, you, you, you have uh, worked for them periodically. The dice tower. Yes, those hacks. Whenever they sit around that board game table and they got their arms up on it and it looks nice and fancy with the cup holders, I was like, oh, I gotta have a board game table. However, as I have said previously on this podcast, my massive four by six board game table was free. I won it in a random Facebook contest oh, did you? from a. I didn't know this. Yes, yes, from a from a tabletop. I don't. They're out of business because they were horrendous. I had to hassle them to get my table because they like ran the contest and then never notified me. And so I'm like, uh, hello, I won the table. Hello, thank you. I hassled them. They're not uh, the table of ultimate gaming. Ah, uh, yeah. No longer in business. Mm-hmm. Now, I love the table. I've loved it. Uh, it's got these little boards I can set on top, which I use sometimes if you wanted to make it a regular table. I don't know why you do that, because I have a dining room with a table that is, uh, does that. But I do have it set up in that fashion now, because the actual neoprene is lower into the table, and it's kind of 
a pain to have to get things. It's, it's just a nuisance. So you've turned it into a regular table. I've turned it into a regular table. And also, it's too big. Four by six is way too yeah, big. Yeah. It's like for miniature gaming with massive setups. Yeah. Uh, Jerry has this little Ikea table he bought in his room. It's it's the perfect size. It's like a little three by five of that. I don't know. It's just super small. He throws his little neoprene mat, and there we go. Exactly. I mean, we, we our house is quite small, so we don't even have a dining room. We've got a lounge and a kitchen, and that's it. Um, and so we have a, a, a folding table I use for board game nights, and that's two and a half by four six or five i think and that's slightly too small actually i think three by three by five or three by six is, is probably where you want to be really um but but yeah yeah I, we've got no space for take the other reason is pure blind jealousy because i've got no absolutely no space for a gaming table i haven't got space for a dining table never mind about a gaming table a 48 uh, uh, a 48 inch what is that four times 12 a four by four is to me is ideal yeah just but a what- square yeah, I suppose it would be really, unless you're playing a particularly big five player yeah, game. Now, I will say, uh, we have, which we have played, we've played uh, 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 Anachrony, covers pretty much this whole table. Uh, that, uh, my goodness. And several big games. We've played several big games that when we lay them all out, pretty much requires the whole table. Uh, those games, it's like we play them once and we never play them again because they're too freaking huge. But. Yeah. This table has come in very handy. It was free. I had to build it in the room that it's in. If ever we have to leave this home, I'm just going to have to leave it because I don't even know how to deconstruct it. The, the, I've lost the, the stuff to put it together. It's just, it's in here now. It's part of this house. I thought you'd, you'd, you'd drag it down to the basement every time you've got a tornado warning. No, no. We should hide underneath it. It's massive. It's huge. And also, it doesn't help that it's got like these little, from the table out, it's got like this little place for your arms to put your arms on, and that adds another six inches yeah so it's like we're stretching across the table uh, and half the time it's like hey uh enrique can you can you move my piece i don't even touch my own pieces because they're too far away people who've got one fine you know whatever spend your money on whatever you want but it's by no means essential um and also there's those table toppers that are much cheaper yeah yeah i know i like oh that's who i was going to talk about actually kevin uh kevin is it bergmeister bergmaster What's Something like Berkey? that. Sounds anyway, familiar. Um, the guy who makes the table toppers also makes a condiment, bringing it full circle, called Happy Mouth. It's a mix of spices he makes, and it's absolutely magnificent. Delicious. I think I've had... Does he dress like a king or he something? Does, yeah, all- yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. he's, he's a lovely man, he's Berkey. A lovely man. I think I talked to him, because I also won... This is. I was like on a streak of winning random things on Facebook. When we first got started, I won the game of Royals. Oh, like one right. a copy yeah. Yeah. of the game of it's Royals. It's quite a good game, Royals. Actually, I love Royals. It's a, it's in it's it's. I love Royals. Everyone yeah. I show it to enjoys Royals. From uh, gamers to people that have never played a game before, it's one of those ones that's kind of not gone under the radar because people know of it, but it's it's never got the accolades that I thought it deserved. Royals. Right. Especially since it was a dice tower essential. Yeah. I yeah. thought it would have done something, but it it, it did well, not. Well, some of them didn't, though, did they? I mean, I mean, viral 
Is it viral? Never. Did yeah, I was literally really? thinking of viral when it was like nobody viral. I think it was supposed to be similar kind of to Royals, and I've always wanted to play it, but you know, it's about germs and boogers and stuff. So probably that maybe a, I'm hoping they bring out off. Comic Hunters. Comic Hunters is a fantastic game. I'm really, really looking forward to that coming out. Hopefully. Uh, the, the Dice Tower Essentials, I don't know all of them because I don't know if they have a list. I don't even know if they still do that. I think they do it now and again. I don't know. I don't think it's as quite as front and center as it used to be. The big one was Sheriff of Nottingham, wasn't it? That was the that right. was the, yeah, the, yeah. the one that Party really, games. really took off. But that's not even in that line anymore. I think Simon owned that now. Oh, probably comes with giant miniatures now. The Sheriff is a... Giant miniatures and a huge postage bill. That's what it comes with. So anyway... As far as look at us talking about gaming stuff, and I, I just and I had told Dan previously, I've kind of I just it's not that I'm I'm not not interested. I just with my new job, my new job has really taken me away from gaming in the way in which I used to be involved in it. I used to listen to all the podcasts, I used to watch the videos, I would listen to the podcast driving down the road. I can't do that anymore. Like I used to have way more time at home truck driving and then I just worked for a company. I was like, Hey, I want off. And they, I, I would take off because I worked for myself. I was a subcontractor. Now I'm working for the man Monday through Friday, eight to five. I have no time Yeah, and I don't leave my house. I clock out. I sit down. I watch TV. I eat dinner. I go to sleep. I start all over again. Uh, some, it's, it's, I have to remind myself to brush my teeth and bathe. <laughs> it's not good. It's not good for a person like me who lacks motivation and ambition. Do you enjoy working from home? What aspect? The actual job itself, not so much because I talk to people that constantly complain all day. Mm -hmm. But I like the fact that I don't have to like clock in at some office building or I've worked in fact, I've never worked. Okay. 20 years ago, I worked in an office down in Dallas. I liked that job. It was like entry data, entry type stuff, clock in, drink your coffee, just, you know, the typical office life. This is pretty much that, but at home, but I have to answer phone calls nonstop. I did used to work in factories though, like fabrication type stuff, manufacturing, right? Clock in and I'd operate this big machine and just do the same thing all day long. Mm -hmm. I'd much rather do this than that. Mm -hmm. But it's kind of the same thing because I have to be at my desk at a certain time, clock in, and I repeat the same phrase. I have to answer the phone a certain way every time and just ask the same questions every time. I don't know. I don't think I'd like working. At, I do work from home, but I also, during the course of my job, I go driving around all over the place. So I start from home and finish at home and spend the middle bit driving to people's houses. And that's good for me, but I don't think I'd like to be at home and then wake up you know what i mean i don't think i'd like that relentless just move from one it, room to another it, right it really kind of blends everything together you, you need to get a hobby day going out the house you should try board gaming or something like that <laughs> you would think so well i do go to jerry's on the weekends now uh probably like every other or every third weekend of the month I me mean, i go to jerry's home now so my table is here collecting dust yeah because used to, I had off the first Friday of the month, Jerry would come here and we'd play games all day the first Friday of every month. But now that, for some reason, Jerry's not available hardly on the weekends. I have to go to his home on the weekends instead of him coming here. I don't know. He's always been weird that way. He's weird. Uh, he, he's what a weirdo. Weird. 
So anyway, I so think you should I, replace I was, him with me as the as, the, as, the, as the main <laughs> main host. I couldn't. Keep I'm your, up for it. I couldn't I'm keep your relentless it. weekly schedule. Well, okay. So, well, oh, that's the thing. So I enjoy podcasting. Love podcasting. Love getting with Jerry, talking, having a good time. But uh, when you don't engage in a hobby that you've been in. And I was actually looking this up on the internet, like how to stay engaged in a hobby. And it's not that I don't like board game anymore, but like anything else, if you don't engage in it on a regular basis, you just kind of lose interest. Yeah, well, you do, but you do anyway. You're phasing it out, Gabby. How many times have I said I'm not interested in board games anymore? At the moment, I'm, I'm really interested in it. I think you're just phasing it out. I don't so think we're you on should. Opposite I, ends of the spectrum. I don't think I'm certainly not on the end of the spectrum where I'm watching videos and listening to podcasts, though, because I'm, I'm not interested in what news coming out. I've got no interest in in new things, right? But I am into playing them again at the moment. I'm, I'm playing more than I've played in a long time. Um, it just goes in phases. Don't don't. I, it's allowed to be on a spectrum. And it's allowed to. F- Coming in and out like the tides, Gabby. Well, I I do always kind of like anytime we go back to like BGG Spring, the convention we go to in Dallas. Anytime I go to one of those, like as soon as I go there and get there and see all the games and the people, I'm like, I get back into it. I get right back into it, and I'll come home and I'll be soloing games even by myself. The one thing I really have difficulty with, even though we have a a vibrant snobadillo's board gaming arena community is getting into board game arena just something about the digital aspect i just i don't know you you don't need to you don't need to do it though gabby that's not essential just do the bits you like don't beat yourself up about not being in not being interested in something (laughs) i'm self-flagellating well what you're doing is you're worried that a big part of your personality something you identified with is is kind of slipping through your fingers and you're worried am i going to be a soulless husk what am i now yeah yeah but but I'm here to, to tell you, don't worry, you've always been a soulless husk. You just have this <laughs> veneer of interesting board games over the top of you. That's why. So now, what, what do I talk about? Exactly, what who, do you talk who about? Who am I? Who, what? Cholula sauce. Cholula sauce. Endlessly, for hours and hours, that's what you talk about now. That's your life. That's your life. No, 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 it's just, it's just natural. It's natural progression. Uh, and you'll get back into it. Maybe I should come to Dallas. Maybe instead of you coming you to Huddersfield, I should come to Board Games Geek Spring or whatever it is. Is it good, that con? Yes, but but we like it because it's small. Well, And it's all about just playing games. Well, that's all right. That's the kind of cons. I've been hankering after a, a con recently. But um, I don't know how hard it is to get to Dallas from, from Huddersfield. Probably not very uh, easy. I mean, you hop on the... Uh, what's your big airport over there? Manchester would be my closest. I'm, I'm googling it now. This is. Pretty- I mean DFW. So, and that's another thing. The BGG Spring is actually still at a Hyatt Regency right in the airport. So you just fly into the airport, and you don't even have to leave the airport, which is a pro and a con because there's not a whole lot to eat. But we don't go to BGG Spring to. Go out and eat and drink and have a good time that way. We go there to game. Yes. So BGG Spring is good for that. The BGG Con one in November is bigger. They have way more vendors, more quote unquote celebrity guests that show up. Oh, what kind of celebrity uh, guests? 
Oh, I mean, they usually have. I mean, I think like Rodney used to go to that one. <laughs> I played Wingspan. Cabal used to go to that one. Dice Tower used to go to that. Yeah, they one. don't go too many anymore, really. But I think Pax Unplugged kind of put a dent into BGG. Yeah, well, I think BGG have lost their way. I really do. I think. Um, I think they need to. It's a good job they got a database. Otherwise, no one would visit that site anymore. <laughs> it, it's no. It, well, it's no longer the hub of the community that it used to be. Yeah. Uh, what is or is it just factioned off into the different shows and podcasts and that type of thing well i think it's more on reddit and facebook now i think i think their their community is um has has, has dissipated i i don't visit reddit at all no well i, I do i quite like reddit but not discord the- oh, i can't stand discord it's all about the Discord. Our Discord community has been fantastic. Yeah, but you, the problem with the Discord community is, it's, oh, I don't know, you have to purposely go to a Discord thing, and, it, and if, it's, if it's popular, it scrolls by so fast, and, and it, it, I can't keep up. I was on the bo- I was on the um, board game barrage uh, one for a little bit, and then I was on the Dice Tower one to have a look at what's going on there, and it's just like I can't keep up with this, and you have to. Yeah, it, it's a special trip to go as well. As soon as you enter a conversation, like you've had 30 posts go by, and you're like, what? But uh, the people like it. Those that enjoy Discord, enjoy it thoroughly. I don't know. I'm not good at any of them. I used to try to do all that because, you know, Jerry doesn't do any of it. He posts on Facebook like once a month. You know, then I realized if if you get enough people in there that enjoy it themselves and amongst each other, then that's all. They don't need me. No, I suppose so. But but it feels a bit, it feels a bit rude to... To just disappear, though, doesn't it? Yeah. So that's why I haven't. <laughs> I'm Good. still there, lurking about. Facebook. Okay, here's where I'm at. Facebook, Discord, Instagram. Those are my three. That's all I do. I don't tweet. I'm done tweeting. Xing. Whatever it's called now. I'm, I'm looking up how to get to uh, to Dallas. It's not an oh easy journey. God. I have to go via Orlando. I mean, you could, it's an international airport. You could fly straight into there if you wanted to, if you paid enough money. <laughs> well, if I if I bought my own airline, then no. yes, you can fly from what's the big one in London? Heathrow, but it's getting to Heathrow. Heathrow. I have to drive all the way to Heathrow. That's that's miles. I'll get the train, which costs me a fortune. Or flying to Heathrow. <sighs> Y'all are so spoiled over there. It's like for us to go anywhere is several hours of driving in Texas. Well, yeah, but. How far is it? Like, if you hopped in your car, how many hours is it to Heathrow? About four hours. Okay. Well, that is a pretty good distance, but still. <laughs> Maybe three and a half. I don't know. It's a, it's it's far enough. I once drove Mike Delisio from my house to Heathrow, and I, that was that was annoying because it was. But the only positive side of it is he was going home, so uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, oh. so I put up with it. Here's another game I purchased recently. Have you ever heard of this one? Yes. Vinyl. No, but I have heard of that, and I nearly bought it the other day. I was in a board game shop, and I nearly bought it. We played it at BGG. They had a little demo set up years ago. I feel like it was like one of the first ones we went to, but I'm sure I could look up the game and see when it was printed. Probably 2017, something like that. <coughs> and it's a very simple game. Very simple. You're just collecting these records by collecting little uh, bits and bobs. It, uh, it, Tom on the Dice Tower Review said it's like just a step slightly above Ticket to Ride. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow. But it doesn't present itself that simply because Ticket to Ride is cards, aboard, and trains. This one has quite a few different cards, little records, which are nice, 
And that's kind of the reason I bought it is because uh, Charday is really into records, vinyl, as mm-hmm. they say. That's the name of the game. And uh, so I thought I'd check it out. I haven't played it yet. I just buy things and don't play them anymore. The um, the publisher of it is doing a, a mixtape game, The Swines. Oh, really? Well, yeah. it fits in, in with, their, line with their genre. Yeah, yeah, it fits in with their thing. Yeah, Mike, Mike, this really likes Vinyl. Um, he Eric says, Alvarado. Uh, it's too far to come to Dallas. <laughs> it's been ruled out. That's it. So it's either me coming to me. We either meet at Dice Tower West or something someday. Yeah. Which you've been to. Or me coming to the, 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 the what's the one? Glorious, glorious Huddersfield. Well, no, that- the one the one that's nearby you in Harrowgate or whatever. Oh, uh, Aircon. Although um, now Aircon is they've, they've they've got another one in Manchester now. They they're having three a year. He's branching out. He's a uh, Mister Cook. Uh, well, well, well. It's quite expensive. Well, I don't know. It's difficult anyway. Whatever. I'll, I'll stop. I'll stop booking holidays while I'm meant to be recording a podcast. That is. Faintly unprofessional. Speaking, it's okay. Speaking of, uh, I just started a job, so I have no vacation. How much vacation time do you have? Uh, a lot more than you, probably. Um, like what? I've got how many th- weeks? Thirty-six days. So thirty-six days. Yeah. So how many? So weeks like is business that? days. Yeah, yeah. Thirty-six business days. Oh my god! So I mean, you do five a week, right? Yeah. So seven, about seven, seven weeks. Seven weeks. weeks. (laughs) (laughs) I don't, but that doesn't actually, doesn't actually transpose into days off for me because you've also got to remember I only work three days a week. So, so I've got, I basically got seven weeks worth of, of annual leave. Yeah. Wow. You get paid more than we do. That's depressing though. (laughs) I wouldn't swap it though. I'm I'm happy being poor and having lots of time off. We get I've I've at two weeks, but it it has to accumulate. And so far, I'm because of the days I've spent thus far going to BGG Spring. I'm I'm back down to like three hours, and I've my, been working here for four months. My my uh, 36 days includes public holidays though, which I don't automatically get off. So I have to work like I work Christmas Day this year, for example, and things like that. So. So I don't I don't get public holidays off. But yeah. That's interesting. I need to move over to Europe one of these days. Yeah, yeah. One of these days. Yeah. Uh, but we don't get paid as Americans get paid significantly more. You get roughly a hundred percent a nurse in America gets roughly a hundred percent more wage than I get. Yeah, Jerry just built a beautiful house. Yeah. I know. With his own hands. With, with his, his own shirt hands. off. Shirtless. <laughs> Drinking Diet Coke. Warding, <laughs> warding off wolves and chupacabra. Exactly. He believes in Bigfoot, Dan. So you said. So you said. I don't believe in I don't believe in Bigfoot. I don't I, he's like you don't of course, you know, in his usual condescending manner, telling me how stupid I am for not believing <laughs> I mean, I'm sure there was some ape back in the day, but uh the one I read about said that it walked around on all fours. It wasn't walking around like Bigfoot, Harry and the Henderson style. Yeah. Oh, well, I believe in Harry and the Hendersons. Um, well, I do too. It exists. It's it, real. It does exist. I've seen it. I've um, seen it. And it's in the ALF universe. But, um, but, <laughs> but <laughs> was, is that true? Was there a crossover? I don't know. I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> I, was ta- I, was, I was talking to Cora the other day about ALF. Um, and so ah! 
because we I kill me. We walked past a, a cat cafe. Have you got cat cafes in in um, in uh, in Texas? No, I've heard of cat houses, but that's not something you walk by with your family. It's a cafe stroked cat rescue place. So you go uh, okay. for a meal, and they've got cats walking around all over the place and stuff like that. And we walked no. past one, and I said, "Oh, I could just eat a, a cat. Let's go there." In a hilarious father joke type. <laughs> tight way mm, i think about room for a kitten um and uh she not only didn't find it very funny but then but but she was appalled but then i said well alf eats cats and then obviously she, she was a pod appalled oh thought you're making What's, a pun it's called the oh no no i don't know <laughs> you don't do puns I mean, I, when, I, no you one said like you should have walked by and said i'm feline fine the, the problem with puns, Gabby, is that there's there is no problem with puns. A, there is no problem with puns. A, it's a sign of a feeble mind. That's what it is. No, show is sarcasm and uh, uh, whatever else. Yeah, sarcasm is the lowest form of wit. That's I, right. I, I yeah, that's the quote I was looking for, but I could not remember due to my feeble mind. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. All right. Well, I think I've extended this out as much as I can with absolutely nothing to talk about. We talked about some games. We I was, did. I was going to talk about Endless Winter, but you've... you've oh, okay. Go ahead. I, I played Endless Winter recently. It was all right. There you go. <laughs> That's it? Yeah. That was good. Really? It was good. Bit too complex for me. Bit too, have you played it, Endless Winter? No. No. I just wondered. It, I played Lost Ruins of Arnak for the first time. It's fine. And then someone said that... I really quite enjoyed it, and someone and someone said, oh, well... I like Endle- I like Endless Winter better, but I don't think they're really comparable, other than the deck building with a bit of work worker placement. But I was about to say I haven't heard that comparison. I, usually, as a Dune Imperium, yeah, yeah, I don't like. I, I prefer Arnak to Dune Imperium because it's got less confrontational. Lost Ruins of Arnak is. I have played that on VGA, and it's quite simple, quite nice. Mm. I, I I don't have an issue with Arnak. It's not a game I would go out and buy, other than if you just like want to buy it, buy all the fancy bits, and then play Indiana Jones music in the background, which to me is overdone. It's like okay, we get it, Indiana Jones the Adventurer. I don't know. It doesn't do it, it doesn't do that much for me. I prefer Dune Imperium, but I also enjoy Lost Ruins of Arnak. But I have not played nor intend to play Endless Winter. It's all right. I tell you what, it's, you get a lot of stuff in your in the box for a relatively cheap price. I was very impressed with the quality of the bits. I was very nice. In fact, it was only about ten ten pounds more than Cora Quest, and I, I kind of went. I went. Ooh. Good. <laughs> It's all them expensive standees you put in the box, Dan. Yeah, 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 yeah. Although, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm hoping there will be standees in this the uh, expansion um, because the the factory sent us a a diagram of how they were going to pack it, and they forgot to put the standees in. So we went, um, can you put the standees in as well? Otherwise, there's going to be a problem. <laughs> so, so I'm hoping they actually do. Um, Just laying some chits down on the board. And those are your people. Yeah, do you know, it's terrifying doing business with China because. Because it's China, you don't have a contract because there's no point in having a contract because it's not enforceable. So yeah. so you just send them the money and hope they do it. It's the wild west of contracts. Honestly, it just really <laughs> you know when you like so you're like transferring over twenty thousand dollars or whatever and then just going, mm. Could could you do it please? <laughs> Pretty love terrifying. You. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you. I mean you, that's why you need to go with someone that that's got a reputation and things like that. Because otherwise, um, if they haven't got a reputation to lose, then ooh. and then it's like you really appreciate all those poor, overworked children over there that are making your game for you. Well, 
yeah, we've done the, the best we <laughs> we've done the best we can to to avoid any of that kind of stuff. We we have we have seen the. Um, I'm just kidding. I know, but I'm just saying. Seeing as how you <laughs> bring it away. Disclaimer. Well, it's really difficult, isn't it? Because, because to be honest, producing anything luxury, because because a board game's luxury good. So, so manufacturing anything is is sort of unethical if you if you take it down a certain path. Do you know what I mean? You're you're adding to no. the the resource stripping of the world, and you know, and the oh, shipping yeah, and yeah, all yeah, that yeah, kind yeah, of yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. And anything that people don't essentially need, you could you could argue is an unethical thing to do. But we've done our best with the human rights type stuff. We've um. You know, we've we've seen the 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 documents they've again the documents they've given us about the inspections they've had from from various Western companies. <laughs> They're surely authentic garment documents well, they've no, given it's, you. It's, <laughs> it's really difficult, isn't it? Really uh, yeah, tricky. that's you know that's something. I, it's interesting you bring that. I literally would have never even thought of that. Like that's it, uh, a facet that I I would have never even thought about. I mean, you know, people make jokes about oh yeah the, the labor and stuff, but I saw a, I saw a documentary on this uh, rich. He's like a billionaire Chinese you know guy bought a glass company I think in Detroit that had went out of business. And he had brought his company over from China, and they were just showing the differences in the rules and authority and the way things ran in China versus here. And it was it was sad and shocking, but also it's like Americans really are spoiled, but it also was nice that we're not basically enslaved to our jobs in certain regards they ran them like in china they would run their people like i think they said like 12 to 14 hours and then it was just it was just very different cultures of working and i it was it was on the netflix channel channel good lord it was on (laughs) it was on netflix and it was something to do with glass and my wife is always watching these much like sir mike delizio but it was a it was fascinating because they were so the Chinese people were so upset at how basically lazy the Americans were at working because they weren't wanting to do their jobs and they weren't getting, you know, paid enough and just the whole attitude of American workers, which can lean probably one way to the extreme. Versus the Chinese workers, which is to another extreme, and trying to meet those in the middle to something that both sides could work with. It was very interesting. I had to find that. Yeah, no, it does sound interesting. It is, it is, it is some, you know, and, and, and you, uh, as a European, uh, the, some of the American business practices seem quite barbaric to me as well. You know what I mean? Um, we probably lean the other even further one way certainly further towards workers rights and stuff although certainly not perfect over here uh, far from it it's called american factory that's it american factory i will i will tell you i'm going to watch it and then not do anything of the sort i don't um, know that it's still on there but that's what it's called american factory it's very interesting yeah i mean in that regard like i was saying like here we have to slowly build up any time off and that doesn't include if you're sick that comes out of your vacation time. Is that what happens for y'all? Um, well, my I, I've got up to six months. Oh my god, sickness! <laughs> but obviously, if 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 I, they, they, you have to be sick, you can't just say I'm not coming in. I got uh, a belly ache. 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. But yeah, no, I've got. To, I think I might I'm probably even a bit longer than that. To be honest, I'm not quite. I'm not entirely sure what I think the policy is. But but um, but yeah. Yeah, no. It's like if I if I can't come in because I'm ill. Well, there goes a few a day of my vacation time down no, the tubes. No, that's that's barbaric, right? I think so as well. But my um, bosses disagree. In fact, if I'm sick on, I mean, if I'm sick during my vacation time, I can then claim that back as sick time. What? <laughs> so if you go to Mexico, get Montezuma's revenge on your vacation, you can claim that as sick I th- time. I think so. I don't think anyone ever does it, but but yeah, I think I think I think I think wow. I can. I, 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 they don't, I don't probably do it because they don't need to because you have so much surplus time. That could just be an urban myth. To be fair, I I I, I, I haven't been sick this year at all, so um, so I haven't even used I haven't used it. But um, but yeah, no, you get you get sick. I think I get six. I also work for the public sector, which is a, a more generous employer than than uh, than the most. Yeah, baby, free healthcare as well, or free at the point of delivery. Not dentists. well if you're dying here. I think they have to see you. Maybe uh, yeah. I'm not sure. Well, if you're dying exactly. here, you get put on a waiting list. <laughs> okay, <laughs> <laughs> it's far from perfect our healthcare system at the moment. But it yeah, used to be better. I mean, well, it's a it's a large country, rather a large country, not the largest. But what's the one that's always? It's like either Norway or Sweden, yeah, or one Norway, of those. Sweden, it's always Finland, like all those Nordic countries are all they're all very socialist and very they're all top notch yeah, as far as yeah. uh, quality of life. And it's like, well, they got like a hundred thousand people to take care of. So, and have you seen how many people there are in Sweden? It's a massive country. There's hardly there's about two people really? living there. Yeah. And they're all making cheese. If you say so. I thought they were making um, IKEA furniture, but still. Mind you, I say it's a massive country. It, it could be not massive country, thinking about it. Wait a minute. You said Sweden. Yeah. I'm thinking Switzerland. You are. Oh, my goodness. See, my ignorance is shown once again. They make Toblerones as well in Switzerland. <laughs> and clocks. And knives. And hide Army Nazi knives. gold as well. They, uh, That's they- funny. So, Switzerland, neutral, and all the big wars, where is their army? They've but yet very- we have this Swiss army knife. They've got a very big army. That does nothing, because they refuse to engage in they wars. They the Vatican. <laughs> Really? Uh, yeah, the Vatican in Switzerland? Yeah, no, no, Vatican's in Italy, but they, I think, I think the Swiss Guard, are the responsible for the Pope's safety in the Vatican. Um, but no, they've got they've got compulsory conscription in uh, Switzerland, so every every eighteen year old goes into the army. I think they've, they've see hard disagree on that one. I'm out. Yeah, me too. I'm not moving there. <laughs> I'm not moving there. Although, Gabby, I don't want to lie to you, but I don't think even the regular army would take us. Never mind about conscription. <laughs> I think, oh. come World War Three, I think we're probably safe, to be honest. Now, now, when I was 18, they would have been, have been trying to l- luring me in with all yeah. sorts of gifts and like, oh, yeah, you're like basically Rambo. Yeah. I'd be like, no, no, not, thank not you. Not now. I'm a man of peace. They'd probably pay for you to go and join the other side. <laughs> Sabotage. <laughs> exactly. Let's send Garby and Garby and Dan over to join that side. <laughs> From the Dutch word Sabo. Remember that? What's that off of? Dutch word, well, Holland? <laughs> uh, well, it's from a movie. Star Trek oh, I don't know. 6, to be precise. I'm, I, that, that, I'm, I may have slightly misquoted it, but... I'm, the, the, the touch of pride in your voice as you're able to recount that is very, <laughs> is very misplaced, Garby. <laughs> 
Are you not a Star Trek guy? I used to be. I used to be all these oh. guys, but then they just run them into the ground, so I'm not interested anymore. I used to be an well, Indiana Jones guy. I used to be a Star Trek guy. Yeah, I used to be a Star you know Wars what? guy. You're right. I used to be a Marvel movies guy, but I can't be bothered now. Oh, my God. They just, all they do is just take advantage of you and, and try and wring as much cash out of you as possible, which is fine. That's their business. Capitalism. That's what that's called. It is capitalism. But I don't need to stand for it. I don't need to sit here and just consume it and get upset when it's rubbish. It's like, okay, well, that, that franchise is, you know, that, that part of my youth has, has gone. I've moved on. I'll, I'll get interested in more, more pure things, not just this endless churn. And I'll still go and see a Marvel movie and I'll watch a Star, Star Wars season or whatever, but I'm not attached to it anymore like I was. It's that's no longer Star part Wars. of my identity because they just, that's true. They just, they just use it against you. They weaponize, but you know, they you weaponize make it. nostalgia. But that's it. You, you, but we do. Where do you get a, your identity from? You get it from people and things and pop culture you're around, right? Yeah. Wouldn't you say that? Yeah, yeah. So it does have a heavy influence. There's a there's a little GIF or uh, it's a whatever GIF. on TikTok. GIF, whatever you want to call it. It's not even a GIF because it's actually like, basically it's like me when I was a kid. Uh, with my new personality based on this movie I just walked out of. Yeah. Yeah. And that and that struck close to home because I remember Independence Day, summer of 96. I thought you were going to say Free Willy, but never mind. No. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. No, I didn't. I've actually never seen Free Willy. <laughs> no, And right. I refuse no, to. Right. I don't like movies about animals suffering. I don't like it. What about Jurassic anyway. Park? Those are dinosaurs. They don't have brains. What, what about uh, Jaws? That's got an animal suffering in it. Joel, but he's deadly and mean. <laughs> okay. So, so you're making moral judgments about the animals now. That's so, true. I'm you, very you, judgmental when it comes to animals. <laughs> what about Anaconda so, with Ice Cube? <laughs> they're, they're, reptiles have got lizard brains. They don't know what they're doing. Okay, they're just so, running on instinct. So no fish... No, no, no fish, fish, no reptiles. No I don't reptiles. feel for those. They can all no get birds. Out. Are we birds? Poorly? Do you like poorly? birds or for the birds? Okay, don't need them. So, so birds, they're out. So it's just mammals. You're all we need in. is yeah, mammals. Okay, I'm good with mammals. Okay, so no, no, ma- no mammals in peril. No, I can't handle mammals in peril. No, okay. Independence Day. I yeah. came out of that movie. Me and my best friend. We went and watched it. I was 19 Smith, years old. Richard Smith, your best friend, Richard Smith. I <laughs> know his name was Victor Mitchell at the time. Oh, uh, that's still his name. That's still his name. Okay. I just remember that movie. I was like, it was just so you know, so high octane and yeah. action, and you come out and you're like, yeah, I'm Woo! ready to fight some aliens. USA, USA. <laughs> no, it was a world movie. Come on. Was oh yeah, all those international actors. They- <laughs> At one point, they said, uh, a, sh- a shot of Big Ben, and someone's like, I say, let's hope the Americans yeah. sort this out before we get in real bother. As our American president led the world in the fight against the aliens. Yeah. yeah. See? Uh, but yeah, that was I was I was heavily influenced by movies when I was a child. Not anymore. I mean, they might move me to tears, but that's about it these days. I, I think we do. We do base identity on, on pop culture we consume and friends we have and and hobbies we have and stuff. Which is why you're feeling the you're feeling a little bit bereft that you you your your taste for board gaming is waning. But it will come back, Gabby. And if it doesn't, you'll find something else to to uh, define yourself by. No, no, no. I know who I am. I think you're Gabby. 
You know say, what? Say it loud and strong. I'm after me. Gabby. Say, I'm Gabby and I'm worth it. <laughs> I'm good enough. I'm smart <laughs> enough. And doggone it. Some people like me. Not yeah. everybody. Most people. Some people. Most people like you, Gabby. Evan used to like me until the and, classic uh, podcast came Until out. the classic podcast, and he can't look, he can't. I'm sorry. I even mentioned your name. I'm going, I'm going up to podcast <laughs> with Gabby, and he literally vomited. <laughs> he spat at your feet. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's, his stomach heaved. <laughs> oh, and on that positive note, let's yeah. end this podcast. Let's uh, do it, well, Dan, as usual, I'm appreciative that you have... Not that many things to do in your life so that you're able to come on last minute and record with me to create some content, because that's what we have done here today. I hope we're all very proud of ourselves. I think we are. You know, yeah. we had, we talked about some stuff. Every every episode, you should have a moral message at the end of each podcast. And that, children, is why you should watch movies so as to develop your personalities. <laughs> exactly. Base your, move, base your personality off Independence Day. You can either be Will Smith or Jeff Goldblum. Maybe not Harry you, Connick Jr. Not Harry Co- Who was Harry Connick Jr. in Independence Day? He died, Day? remember? Like, no. right off the bat, he died. Oh, I can't remember him. I remember Judd. Is it Judd Hirsch? Yes. Yeah. That's who I base my personality off. Jeff Goldblum, one of the coolest cats in the world, by the way. He certainly is. Certainly is. I watched Independence Day 2 the other day. It was all right, actually. It wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. And Resurgence. I watched, I watched Battlefield LA, is it? Or Battle for LA or something like Battlefield that? Battlefield Earth. No, not Battlefield Earth. That used to be one of my favorite books when I was a kid. I By L. Ron Hubbard? Yeah. Are you a Scientologist, Dan? Yeah. <laughs> you and Tom Cruise. Me and Tom, we like that. Okay, no, I know what you're talking about. LA, yeah, I know what you're talking about. The one with Aaron Eckhart. That's it. It was really good. I really enjoyed it. I need to rewatch that one again. That's one of those movies that it had a really dramatic advertisement with this like that like slowed down a pop song and made it like really cool and dramatic and i was like oh man that looks really cool i didn't enjoy the movie that much uh, i thought it was all right but i wasn't expecting anything it, it, it did exactly i, I said to turn to carry it right the start says what's going to happen is they're going to find the communications hub and then they're going to have to go and do a suicide mission to blow it up and that's exactly what happened but um well, other than that it was all right I'm sorry if I spoiled that for anybody. No. <laughs> well, that was one of those movies that I, I can't. Okay. There's Battlefield Earth, which is not that. That's the, the horrendous uh, uh, movie with John Travolta. John Travolta in it. That's not the one I'm thinking of. I know what you're talking about because I mentioned the actor, Aaron Eckhart. I know he's in it. As well as is uh, Michelle Rodriguez in that as well? I think so, yeah. From Fast and Furious. And also, but they, they did those ripoff movies like for the Sci Fi Channel. Almost exactly, an almost the exact name, and now I'm completely confused on which one is the well, real. Look up Aaron Eckert. I'm glad we were finished this podcast. Look up Aaron Eckert's filmography, and then you'll be able to find him. Battle Los Angeles. Battle Los correct. Angeles. Yeah, yeah, that's it was a good. good one. I enjoyed it. I it mean, it's, meaningless it's popcorn. Thirty-seven percent on Rotten Tomatoes, so it wasn't that good. But I enjoyed it. It's not as good as that Tom Cruise one, though. That Tom Cruise Invasion Earth one. That's fantastic. When he keeps popping back in time, that's wonderful. Edge of Tomorrow. Yeah. That is a fantastic movie. I, I am all in on Tom Cruise. If he makes a movie, I'm watching it. I know he's a nut job. 
I don't care. You no. know how many other people out there are nut jobs and I, idiots and lead horrendous personal lives that we don't know about? I don't know. I, I mean, don't I, care. I enjoyed your movie. I agree. I was saying to someone at my uh, Scientology church the other day, I was saying... I said, <laughs> <I'm>, I, <laughs> someone in the congregation yeah, said... Yeah. Yeah. We, we were all saying, we're so glad he's one of us. We were saying... <laughs> one of us. One <laughs> of us. And then, and then oh. we uh, we got the Theons off. No, they wouldn't like me. As you were booting Leah Rimini out of the congregation, you won't get that. I reference. work for the enemy. I work for the aliens. I work for psychiatrists. That was, a, that was so, a King of Queens quote. Oh, I don't watch King of Queens. Reference, not quote. Reference. Anyway, she's the one that like went really anti-Scientology, uh, like made a documentary and all that stuff. Ooh. But you know what? We're not here to discuss religions. No. What are we here for, Dan? <laughs> Well, we were saying goodbye. We That's were saying, what we were doing. this is here to say goodbye. This wasn't even my, usually I deliberately try and prolong it, but now I'm just. You do. I'm You've just, been like trying I'm, to end it. And this I'm, time it's me. Yeah. And this time I'm, I'm desperate for it to be over so I can go. And I have a whole slew of kangaroo facts I was going to prolong it with. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a classic episode. What number episode yeah. was that? That was a classic episode. I will I will repost it. Don't worry. Yeah, repost it tomorrow. <laughs> why don't Kangaroos, put, marsupials, not mammals. Why don't you put out a classic podcast every day for the next hundred days? That will really kill your audience. Uh, that will, yeah, and, and also my numbers. Yeah, so do that. We've uh, spreadly right. board. Uh, the premium board game podcast um, is reaching a hundred episodes soon. We, Look at you. Yeah. Only after five years. I know. We started off really frequent, and then we've tailed off as Mike has become an unreliable. But now he's becoming more reliable, right? A little bit more reliable, but it, but but he's he's off gallivanting now. He's at the Summer Spectacular, now he's going to Gen Con. And then he'll say something about having to recover and spend time with his families. You know what has two thumbs and is reliable? <laughs> This guy. Well, maybe maybe you and I should start a YouTube what? channel where we... Where we we rate people's board game collections. Done. You have me on. <laughs> I need to have a proxy in which I will dub in my voice. Someone a little more handsome than me because I'm hideous to look at. And so then I will just. Well, it's all do deep that. fake these days. We could do like That's Harrison, true. We could do That's like true. Harrison Ford did and make ourselves younger using filters. You know what? I really wish for a large, fat, balding man. The thing that helps is if you just had hair, like Jack Black, he's large, but he's got a full head of hair, a full beard, and people love him. You can do a beard. I think when you're, I think when you're bald and have no facial hair, I don't know. People just don't want to accept you as much as they do, like a hairy person. And plus, you've got a really bad personality. But can't can't, can't you grow? Can't you grow a beard? I mean, yeah, but I don't. Well, then that's your they, own fault. They bother me. They they itch me. I thought about shaving my head completely, like not even having the the, the yeah, remnants. I do the, you know, they advertise that thing on Instagram. All yeah, the that's time why I'm thinking just, of it. It's, it's, <laughs> it's definitely working on me. That that head shave. I go, oh, that looks fun. Oh, speaking of Instagram ads, one that's really been pushed into my uh, stories for some reason is a bidet of the day. A bidet for a your bidet. tissue. Do you a- have those over there? Um, they exist over here. They're not very popular. Oh, can, you don't I, have I can, any. I can see, I can see the appeal. My uh, my concern no. would be if you squirt and then you, and you might shoot up, but shoot all over your bathroom. Well, I mean, I think you could control it. And you just know where do you're you at. Run, do you, how? Yeah, because some some toilets do it anyway. Probably not the right. 
I, I'm not. I'm not not in favor of them. In fact, we're having. No, what you do is a a little uh, like a, a lens comes over your eye, yeah. like, and with like a reticle, and it's aiming at your butthole. Ah. <laughs> you have to aim it like Star Wars and shoot the water at your butthole. Stay on target. Stay on target. <laughs> but. <laughs> On target, <laughs> but <laughs> but I get a lot of adverts for those earwax things with cameras in them. Do you get uh-huh. those? I remember? had those for a while, but now it's gone to the Tishy, which is the name brand of the bidet device that keeps uh. getting. And now that I've said it out loud to my phone, it's going to even more push it. So yeah, but maybe it's always buying the two is what I'm thinking. I think I think you're right. I think some kind of camera camera operated hose would work. <laughs> We could go into oh, business, be Gabby. A, what a horrendous sight that would be. <laughs> and you'd accidentally screen share it with the TV downstairs. <laughs> or your mother-in-law's around. Oh. Yeah. Well, we've bottomed out on this discussion, so I think we should go. Feeble. Feeble-minded. All right. All right. Okay. Dan. Once yes. again, thank you for being the twenty primary minutes guest. later, <laughs> the primary guest host. Yeah, yet another smashing success of a podcast episode. When you decide to ditch uh, Jerry, just give me a call and I'm here. I will. Full time. I will. When Jerry's uh, tumor on his kidney finally consumes him in all its glory, and I can no longer the mountain say lions will get him before then. I'm convinced of it. That's true. No, yeah. it's the Bigfoot. Oh. Which he firmly believes in. Yeah. I'm Gabby. I'm Dan. Bye bye. Bye bye. Thank you for tolerating this episode of the Board Game Snobs. Stay classy. Mm-hmm.